live from letting somebody else do it for minority podcast what the fuck duncan what the fuck that was no Ah. go get everywhere else in the western world loves it when you do this sort of thing oh okay yeah sure fucking pedants that was fine fine. that was fine fine. i mm, god damn it manja cakes just don't understand Sure. <laughs> that came out of that one. That one took a turn. That one took, really a turn. took a turn. I know they're not Italian. Things I would I've never, done. I would never have bet ever. Yes. Hear yeah. what Duncan say. I could think of five thousand insults, and that does not make the list, Duncan, for you. Even, I'm just yeah. Does it? Uh, crack, that doesn't crack the top ten thousand insults from Duncan. Is Kifai? Huh? Kifai? Kifai? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like there was a definite, you know, Pazuelo or Piada, whichever one it was, had a, uh, a definite, uh, you North Americans don't understand proper culture kind of thing, which very much fits into the whole... It was Piati. Manja cake uh, <laughs> thing. Man, I haven't, I, haven't been, I haven't been called a manja cake since high school. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is the last place you're allowed to call somebody that. Yeah, probably. Wow. All right. What's wrong with cake? Mm. True. Everyone loves cake. It's true. Yes. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Volcanoity Podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, the podcast that says, you know what? Just do away with the fucking anthems. We've been saying it for a long time. We're going to keep saying it. Just make it happen. Um, on this week's show, we look back at two TFC matches. <laughs> Those were interesting. Uh, celebrate another Canadian Champions League win. Contemplate the many island top four scenarios. We're not going to contemplate that many of them. Uh, get into this mess in Salt Lake. Look ahead to a couple of TFC matches and more. Now this week's panel. Still laughing about that PK. It's Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, it was very entertaining. I only <laughs> wish I'd, I'd been there to to uh, see it and... To enjoy it live, yeah. interact, <laughs> interact yeah. with it live. Oh yes. man! Yes. Now that we'll you said that, it. now that you said that, Duncan, I wish it was standing next to you as you were interacting <laughs> with it. It would have been delightful. Uh-huh. The pylon would have been special. Uh, as oh, oh, indeed, I know. I, 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 that's that's when I knew that Duncan wasn't watching the game when mm. nothing happened from that. Mm. So, um, and it's it's not even lovely. better. It's even better than seeing a Penenka get saved. And it's on the same kind of thing. <laughs> oh, you can get all fancy and you really fucked it up, didn't you? Ah, magical. Uh, not loving the new Chelsea kit. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. I mean... It's so bad. It started... I don't... Okay, you know what? I don't, I don't completely hate it. It's the three. The three makes it the worst. Okay? Oh, the, the three sponsor, makes it so much worse. The, the, like, it's, it's... I mean, they're... not good. Like... If that shirt had shown up on, say, Crystal Palace, I wouldn't have been that mad at it, honestly. Yeah. But that three is just like, oh, by the way, this piece of shit is on the front of this piece of shit. And it's just like, ah. This is apparently our sponsor. God. And one of the worst things ever. Yeah, it looks so like, it, it so looks like a training kit. It's so, that's like, so I, I see it. And, I, and if it were a training kit, I'd be like, okay, that's actually kind of sharp. But as a out, outfield kit, it's like, that's kind of horrendous. Um, sure. It's, sure. it's, it's mediocre, and then, yeah, that's a weird sponsor. Yes. Yeah. I'm just seeing yeah. it for the first time now. I, it's, uh, yeah. Mm. 
Uh, dealing with appliance malfunctions, uh, Tony won't be joining us this week. And I keep picturing, I keep picturing like an 80s sitcom with like suds everywhere. It's quite funny. Uh, <laughs> exactly. How do you this thing? <laughs> it's like chasing him across the kitchen. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As for me, uh, I can't wait for this year's version of the Miracle in Montreal. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, now to our show. First up, we are going to look back at not one but two TFC matches because they've played twice in the last few days. Uh, they played on Saturday in Montreal and then they played Tuesday night here in Toronto. So the Saturday match. Mm. TFC Fire are well match. rested. They they've had a week off. Um, Friday night, sorry. It's a Friday night match. Um, yeah, oh my god, seriously. The first the first firework that went off, I, I was like, what just happened? I was very concerned. Um, and then I realized, no, people are just being idiots and setting off fireworks. So. Yeah, it was like just people outside the stadium were yes, firing it was, up. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was Montreal's version of, of, of the ultras uh, here, I believe. Mm. Oh, right, yes, yes the, uh, the, the food building ultras. Uh, yes. Exactly, the food building ultras. Mm. Um so this game, the game itself was honestly a boring game. It wasn't very well played uh, on either side. And whether it had to do with attention being elsewhere, quite likely in many cases, um, you know, and other distractions, but the game itself was pretty boring. Toronto won, good for them, blah, 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 whatever. It's everything else around this game, and and, and it's it's interesting because that's sort of like the what's been happening, you know, sort of where we are these days, um, where the game itself is almost secondary, and what happens elsewhere, and and sometimes that's necessary, and sometimes it seems unnecessary. And this particular match can kind of go both ways. So we start off with the anthem, and I have the anthem controversy here, and, and depending on who you are, it is controversial. So, does it start with the anthem, or does it start with the idea that Montreal didn't even want to fucking play? Well, we didn't really. Fu- well, I, that's not true. You know, I saw one tweet from Tristan Demore um, before the match. You're right, and I sort of just glanced past it. I didn't really focus on it. That said something about Montreal not wanting to play, and because this was, you know, this was a couple of days after, um, and we'll get into this a little bit more um, in a bit. But when. You know, the NBA matches didn't happen. None of the Major League Baseball matches happened. Most of the MLS matches didn't happen. And um, we had hoped, we had talked about hoping that, you know, this particular match wouldn't happen as well. And, you know, but it was a couple days on and things seemed to maybe be, depending on the league you were in, slowly getting back to normal. NHL, of course, slow to catch up um, or to even, you know, acknowledge the world. And... um, NBA took a little bit longer. WNBA 
you know, everything, certain leagues shut down for longer. But Toronto and, and Montreal looked like they were going to go ahead. And then, yeah, we started seeing these tweets um, a little bit before and then after the match a lot more about the fact that Montreal had intended to sit this match out and had been in conversation with their TFC counterparts, I guess, during the day. Um, mm -hmm. And weren't getting the same response from what, what what was the one quote from the important players on tfc is that what it said ah. it was a bit it was a bit snide it was it was mm. actually it wasn't a bit snide it was a lot snide it was, it was is funny. that directly aimed at michael bradley do we think because yeah. i mean I'm josie altidore sure. clearly was clearly was on board with not playing was it um, well was it was it aimed at justin morrow maybe yeah I mean, this that's is where we, this we is, don't know what exactly because no one's named names mm. and so, so you know, you have you have you have a couple players on Montreal's side saying that they didn't want to play, and you even have some Toronto players saying, "Yes, it was part of the discussion, but we wanted, you know, we we decided ultimately to go ahead." And and this is where the whole um, sort of like black players for change, and uh, this is the sort of thing that sort of like struck me as as odd was that well, if Justin Morrow said it was it was it was okay you know decided it was okay to go ahead where does you know where you know where does that sort of like you know he's the president of the black players for change right so mm -hmm. if he's okay with x y and z and again he's not necessarily you know they're not meant to speak for everybody they're still everyone's still meant to have their own their own voice in this but anyways it was just it was just an interesting and the whole thing is still very interesting whether or not you know wishes were respected and, and other, you know, players, one another were respected, but ultimately the game went ahead. And that's what I was saying, you know, people's attention were elsewhere, right? You know, like the Montreal players hadn't intended to play that night from the sounds of it. Um, and obviously Josie Altidore has never come fully out and said, yes, I sat out as a, you know, personal protest or, uh, you know, personal strike. Um, but, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. We're assuming anyway. You know, was the only comment we got was that it was for personal reasons. Altador still hasn't spoken about it. Which, and again, which I fully support him on. And I said it that night that I fully support that. Any player sitting out, you know, whatever whatever they want to do to make them, to, to, to be able to have a say in something right now, do what you got to do, man. Mm -hmm. um, so there was all that surrounding the match and, and TFC Twitter and Montreal actually you know what just Twitter in general around that match on Friday because it was was it the only match on Friday does anyone remember uh, I don't know it was definitely the I, first I feel like there was one there other I another. don't know I'm going to go quickly look because I can no it was the only one Oh, then I'm thinking of another day. Good job, Mark. So, you, you nailed it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have to read the schedule to find out I was wrong. I got told beforehand. Thank you. Uh, Sorry, I, I forgot I actually, had, so for, I actually had that tab open. The days um, blur together, Kristen. Oh, they do they ever. Blur like, again, I, you, you, you could tell me this was just about any day this week, and I would believe you, so it's okay. Um, anyway, so there was already drama surrounding this match as, as much as there is always drama surrounding any Toronto Montreal match which there mm -hmm. always is um and then again yes and, and then we and then we get to the anthems and anthems are stupid and we know that and in MLS 
apparently, if there are fans in the stands, and and there were still uh, Montreal still letting people into the stands, very few, but. Um, so it was for like that one two hundred people that were there that they had to do the anthem. Exactly. I if love the idea. In the stands, they I love have it. to play the anthem. Apparently, I, I love the is, idea that the that the anthem is for the fans. Fuck exactly. Off. Really? Oh, yeah. This is this is this is their fallback excuse, right? Oh well, we mandate it because there's fans there. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so during the anthem, and and what's become. Again, it's not an across-the-board tradition, but at the very least in MLS, it's been fairly across the board that during the anthem of late, players and coaches and refs kneel during the anthem. So Friday night's match, everybody kneels, except for Michael Bradley for the players. And then Greg Vanny and presumably Jason Bent, um... I don't know if I couldn't tell for the rest of the coaching staff. I wasn't really looking. Also did not kneel. And that raised several eyebrows amongst everyone. Yeah, that's a lot of eyebrows. It was a lot of eyebrows. You could could feel the collective eyebrow raise. So many eyebrows Um, went up, Bradley got hair. That's how many. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Bradley's own eyebrows. Well, they didn't move, obviously, because he's Michael Bradley. No. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing's going to bother him, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah mm, everybody else is just. Mm. And then during the 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 moment of silence before actual ball is kicked, um, when everyone's in position, ready to play, everybody kneeled, including Bradley, including Vanny and the coaching staff. But it, of course, it's the whole it's the whole anthem thing that got yeah. everybody up in arms. Uh, that, that, that's kind of part of the, the whole part of it. It kind of just seemed silliest to me. It's like, okay, why did we have both? I mean, I get, you know, when the, during the, the freaking COVID cup, they weren't playing the anthem. So, all right, sure, have some little moment before the game. Fine. Now, oh, we're going to do the anthem and then we're going to do this. It's like, oh, come on. I, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not down with both. I mean, if you're only well, going to get rid of one, get rid of the anthem. Absolutely. No, but, the anthem yeah. is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and and not and again, if you're going to do to... one, you don't have to do both. Yeah. Well. So, reaction on Twitter was fun. <clears throat> and I, I, I bet it was <laughs> even. Oh, well, fair. Yeah, balanced. Like balanced. Um, as I only reasonable. expect with Twitter and social media in general. I feel like it wasn't. Like outrageous. I feel like most people were. Kind it of depends on who you followed. <laughs> interested and okay. What's yeah, Michael Bradley doing I, here? Yeah, the the majority of my feed was was they were looking for answers rather than burn him at the stake. So I'm mm. I'm okay. Like I'm glad mine the, started out like that until okay. until the the U.S. men's national team till the other American. MLS fans oh, well, realized there, what was happening. There you and go. Fans of basically any club that's not Toronto for the most part. There was a few more reasonable responses, and I, I had a couple of actually decent conversations. But yeah, it got it got to the point where it was like ah, Michael Bradley, crap leader, ah, ah, you know, and it, it's the whole thing. Oh, anthems are so dumb. Um. The whole thing with kneeling is, and people have, there's lots of opinions and takes. My personal thing is that I, 
and I, I tried to sort of articulate this when it happened and I've been like sort of like trying to think my way through it since then is that no one should just just as no one should have to stand for the anthem for their beliefs no one should have to kneel as well and I get that the expectation for a lot of things is there um, for this to happen as a as, as a sign of solidarity with your with your fellow um, with your teammates um, with other things that are happening and the thing I tried to articulate is that if I hadn't listened to Michael Bradley speak emotionally and eloquently on multiple occasions about mm. about racism about um, injustice about the the American president, about things happening in North America, in sport and outside, and know that he is involved in these things in terms of fighting them and trying to draw a light to it. And as much as he doesn't speak to the media that much, and whatever issues I have with Michael Bradley, this has never been one of them. Mm. I've never looked at Michael Bradley and thought, you bastard, you... Sure do not support this and and clearly he does agreed Mm -hmm. so that was i was like that was the pushback that i was trying to have with a couple people and and again before we knew before he spoke after the match something i had said and and this turned out to be like the vanny reason I, i said maybe it's because it's the canadian anthem you know different level you know different level of respect right Mm-hmm. And I can see, I could have seen that. And I, again, it was wild speculation. I even said that. I said, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just speculating. And I was having a conversation with uh, uh, the guy that runs SB Nation, Jeremiah. And a couple people sort of jumped in and someone was like, what? There's no systemic racism in Canada? And I was like, whoa, where did I say that? I said, absolutely there is. Said, I'm just again, just wildly speculating that this is why he chose to stand. I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. And this guy sort of like came back a couple times, kind of like, oh well, but this is what you said. And again, I was like, I was like, nobody ever said that there was no systemic racism in Canada. There, there, there is. We've we've talked about it. We'll keep talking about it. Um, but again, that's not what I said. So it was just it was just one of those circular conversations that I felt like I had to leave. But people were sort of incensed that that would be the reason. And, and I found it was, I was like, okay, that's, that's fine. Um, but that was apparently Vanny's reason is that I guess he and Jason Bent had talked um, and Jason Bent wasn't going to kneel for the anthem. Um, and so Vanny wanted to respect his, his assistant coach and stand with him for the anthem. And they both kneeled again for the moment. Um, which again was interesting. Like I, you know, I've stopped standing for both anthems. Um, Duncan, I think, yeah, you, you have as well. Yeah, I generally sit for the American one and then I, I, you know, I, stand up for the Canadian one, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I started doing it that way, but I stopped for the Canadian one as well. Or I just try to time my arrival so I could ignore the anthems now. It just sort of works better. Mm. Um, but... Yeah. Again, it was, it felt like a, like, a, again, I'm not a made up controversy, but it was just one of those things for people to, 
to grab hold of. Like there's other things to be upset about in this, in this climate in terms of um, honoring and respecting and, and um, making a statement for Black Lives Matter and uh, for BIPOC people and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, but it was just, again, this, this whole game has become caught up in this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be, I mean, you just listen to what Bradley was saying after the game where, you know, this whole, are you kneeling for anthems and everything is just taking too much attention away from the actual, like, real issues. And it's like, yeah, I, I could agree with what he's saying there, but the only reason anyone was asking about anthems and kneeling and this and that after this particular game was because you didn't. So it, it seems a, a very curious mm-hmm. way for him to make that point, really. I mean, if he had kneeled and it just everyone kneeled, you know, people would have slightly mentioned that. It wouldn't have been anything where there's like questions and big drama after the game or anything. He kind of manufactured that. I, it's, that's the, the, the part of it that seems a, a bit odd to me, really. But, you know, well, I can you, get what he's saying, but it's not all that important in the end of things. Do you think he was, do you, like, along those lines of manufacturing, like, I know he's not really a guy who wants to grab the mic necessarily, but do you, is, is there a possibility that he wanted to grab the mic and... And he figured, like, let this be a lightning rod, and I'll take some heat off, but I'll also say my piece. And you know, that's quite possible, yes. Like, I mean, I, I, it, in a weird way, that was, that was a bit more effective because, you know, here's here 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 he is along, you know, ten of his teammates, and everybody's down, and he's up, and everyone took it, fucking hook, line, and sinker just so he could double down on everything like that we know he who he is and what he's about off the field thing he's things he's out he said before and maybe it was just like okay let's let's do this again you know you're obviously looking for something that isn't there but let's be honest a lot of people who either don't want to do the legwork want to ignore his personal stances or just like this is going to be this is going to be easy pickings like let's let's just go at him and see what's up, and then oh, oh, he's probably more active than a lot of his his, his teammates that wouldn't be generally affected by the things that are going on the you know on a day to day basis out there in the world. So mm-hmm. I'm like I, I I want to I want to think it was that clever uh, because it seems very random. And odd that he would pick that moment, that time, just to stand because he didn't feel like kneeling. Like if I, I want, I want to believe it was, it was deliberate to be a lightning rod rather than any other reason. But I don't know. I think I, I think it, I think it worked out, and worked out in the end. I just, uh, I feel, I feel bad for all the people who are looking for a reason to completely shit on him, uh, whether you like him or not as a footballer. Uh, whether you like him or not as a DP, a national team player, whatever, defensive mid, you fell for it, and and, ha, looks good on you assholes. Basically, you know, do your homework. Know your research. Yep. Uh I'm down down with that. But I also do like the idea that maybe, just maybe, it's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to be racist. And it's just (laughs) 180. I'm going to stand for this, you know? (laughs) 
You know what? I oh, thought long and hard, yeah, and, yeah, and this is exhausting. You know, I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of this. You, you can't know, tell me what to do. Caring about exactly. people is tough. I'm American. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, caring yeah. stuff. Yeah. Now I'm going to get a no. gun because I've never had one. You know, like, just <laughs> puts on his red hat. You know, like just whatever. I know. I like was did, did was there people who really thought oh his true colors are showing now? That's a long fucking con. I mean, it's a like, really exactly, long, yeah. slow, beautiful. I mean, just from the subversion of it alone, it's amazing. But God damn it! Yeah. Oh my God. Even him, like you know, over over in Italy playing for Roma, like <laughs> trying to stand up to the racism against his teammates there. Wow. Like he he was putting in work for this early <laughs> to really pull the wool over people's eyes. Got him. Again, you fucking again, got I have, him. I have issues with Michael Bradley. This is not one. This of ain't them. it. <laughs> Um, oh please let that be real then. <laughs> just not because I want it to be it's just I love the idea it's like, no I, obviously obviously no, there's I enough assholes on the planet I just and, and, and people will find their dumb stupid reasons to to, to swing rightly so to speak but yeah. uh, anyway yeah, it was uh, I, 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 I well played on being a lightning rod it worked like a charm <laughs> So like I said, like the game itself. Um, oh yeah, there was a game. Boring. Yeah, there was a game. Exactly. Yeah, no one even remembers that there was a game anymore. But the the so for from a game aspect, the I guess the main thing is that with um, Iowa Canola still not quite up to speed. Obviously, Achara out for the season. Um, Josie Altador sitting out. Uh, Patrick Mullins was the de facto Patrick forward. Patrick Mullins, time to shine. Mm. And then yeah. Because oh. he got hurt mm. less than 20 minutes into the match. Mm. And, yeah. Now they, again, TFC still managed to, you know, but that, that again, brought a fresh, you know, round of, oh, you know, look at our $6 million DP sitting out. You know, it was just like, oh. That's God. a good voice. I like that. You it should... was, that's, that's exactly how I read all of those tweets. That's, that's... It was like in the douchiest, most complainy voice I could possibly come up with. That's pretty good. Thank you. Um, but uh, they won. Uh, Pozuelo scored a beautiful uh, uh, penalty. You know, wonderfully. You know, he's been so good from the spot. He's he's the de facto taker of penalties for TFC, as he should be, because... He's, he's taken nine and scored ten. I know, I know, which is, is what we were really told. impressive. I mean, yes. <laughs> What, what could uh, go wrong? I, uh, nothing could go ultra wrong. Ultra confidence in whatever decision he wants to make. Exactly. You know, when he steps to the spot, I, I, I don't even bother continuing to watch. I just, I just assume it's a goal. Yeah. And, you know, I take, I take a little, I take a little mini break, right? So. If I was Martin Bailey, I'd be updating my stats as if he scored a goal the moment the whistle blows, because you know it's exactly. going to happen. Because you know it's going to happen. There's, yeah. there's nothing, nothing could happen mm-hmm. that would change that. Uh, Duncan, I just want to bring your attention that uh, Martin may yes. have run into a pole or fell off the sidewalk. You're supposed to let him know. <laughs> just right. in case cuz i mean he's a very important stats guy and we can't lose him True. I, I, to, we can't let him we can't lose him to to shit on the street it should be like gunfire something heroic something like saving burning nuns from a tree or something i don't know what what heroism looks like anymore saving but uh, burning yeah, nuns yeah, from yeah. A tree. yes yeah <laughs> what else would a hero do Kristen? <laughs> come on um 
But yeah, just 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 call it out, just so he's so he can stop, hold on to something, because we know when he hears his name, things could go sideways. So be distracted. It's true. Yeah. Sorry about I'll, that, Martin. Uh, I yeah. Hope you're no. Okay. I, just yeah. I'm I'm I sure I'm sure he's genuinely good. Genuinely hope you're okay. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Right. That's an important reminder. I, yeah. I I I need to be better. All right. So TFC. You know, have you know? So we turn turn our attention to Tuesday night, and TFC have the streak, um, the 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 faux streak. It's it's it's. Mm. It would have it'd be surrounded by asterisks <laughs> if 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 this had gone on. Very um, protective, cushiony asterisks. Exactly. Yeah, they're manifesting an asterisk circle around this is what's happening. Um, so the 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 alleged eighteen game unbeaten streak, and. But more, more importantly than that, much more importantly than, than that, uh, it was basically clinching the top spot between the three Canadian clubs in order to head into this year's Voyager's Cup. And again, playing Montreal, they've done very well against Montreal. They've, they've, you know, TFC, yeah, again, Friday night's match, people were distracted, you know, there was, they're, they're, they're back at home, they're in their home field. Uh, a little more focused. Josie's back. Um, things are looking. Things are looking up. You know, this is mm. surely this is a match that that Toronto should win. Um, and we start with you know the, the the beginning of the match before the match even starts. No anthem. Now again, TFC. I I I'm trying to remember if in the previous emo field matches if they played the anthems. And this time they just conveniently leaned on the, well, there's no fans, so we don't have were, to play an anthem. Were the food building ultras not there for this one? Well, they're not in the stadium, though, so it doesn't count. Ah, the fans have to be in the stadium for them to use the anthem excuse. Uh, but do, Sorry, do the food building ultras have a scarf asking for a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Even Duncan, even no, even you know, you'd be like, "Sure, here's twenty bucks." That would be amazing. There's an fried butter on the other side. Cronuts. Oh. <laughs> cronuts. Oh yeah. Cronuts. Remember cronuts. Remember cronuts. Ah, uh, back in the back in the innocent days. Yeah, back when things uh, weren't shit. Exactly. <laughs> back when the X still existed. <laughs> um. So anyway, so I, I can't remember in the other you know, couple of matches since they've returned to Canada if they did the empty stadium anthem or not. So if anybody's listening, remembers or recalls, please let us know. Please let me know. Um, I suppose I could just go back and watch the beginning of those games. But yeah, eh. that lazy. Yes, we really are. We really want someone else to do the work for us. So if you know, let me know. It'd be great. Um, so there was no anthem. So we just had the the kneeling um, beforehand, and we have we have you know the match begins and again it's not a very good match um, on many levels. But we talked about this before we started recording. But can we can we please just discuss the horror that is the the Montreal away kit? <clears throat> like seriously, what is that? Like I, it was so offensive to the eyes. Like the the it's 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 the gray is bad enough. Like the gray is not well done for them. At least TFC gets some pop of color in their gray kit. But the shorts don't match. It <laughs> looks so wrong. Like it was so distracting. I'm like, 
I just, every time, I was, I, I literally muttered half of the match at my screen at how annoying the kits were. And, and I know it shouldn't be, it should not take this much focus from me, but if they weren't wearing such ugly kits, uh, I wouldn't have to focus on it. Mm, it's yeah, just the, wrong. The shorts are slightly lighter, aren't they? They it's are. Like gray and white shorts and gray socks. Yes. And, uh, yeah. That's just, and it doesn't look better on. It looks worse. It looks that, worse running about the pitch. It's just, it, it looks like the tops are are uh, dirty. It looks like they got caught yes. in the, got caught with the somebody threw in a pair of brand new dark slacks, and yes. just fucked up the load. But it's like, eh, we got no time. Fram, you're good. It's, it's uh, yeah. I mean, not, not that gray kits are always you know exciting to the eyes, but uh, it does make a dull thing worse. It's incredible. It really is incredible. So bad. So bad. However, so, again, we've, you know, TFC at, at pretty much at full strength, you know, they, they won't have Richie Larea because he's still injured, but Justin Morrow seems to be back at full fitness. You know, Josie has started. All is right with the world. However. However. Mm. Montreal apparently are the, were the team that came to play on Tuesday night because mm-hmm. pretty much from the outset for the first, at least the first half hour, they had control of this match and um, scored the first goal on a bizarre mistake from Westberg. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. It was so weird. Um, so that's pretty much, that's not pretty much, that's on him. He, he, he set that whole thing in motion. Um, so, yeah. Rudy Camacho scored the goal. Um, and Montreal are up 1-0. It's like, okay, that's the, you know, whatever. It's 1-0. It's, 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 it's fine. And just before, just before they, they, they were going into, um, just before half, there was a Josie Altador, very soft. Oh, Josie. Yeah. A patented Josie fall in the box. Um, I, even watching it on replay, I, I, I cringe a little bit because, come on, man. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Drew Fisher gave it to Toronto. And again, all right, here's right, we're going to tie it up. Pozuelo is going to take the penalty. It's going to be great. He's going to just he's, walk he's up automatic. there. He's automatic. He's done it against, yeah. he's done it against Diop before. You don't Not really know exactly what he's going to do. I mean, he's, he's, he's got a whole bunch of different moves he might pull out. But Exactly. Mm-hmm. It could it's be gonna anything. Mm. It's going to work. And then. Then they, the had a, biz- they had an idea, didn't they? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, apparently they discussed this before the match. Mm. Was, was okay. only one person in the conversation? Morons. <laughs> Where was any, yeah? Where was anybody else? Or, or better question, on the team? They had a conversation about it before the game started. Sure, it was Pozuelo and not any, not Piatti. Not Greg, it was no, it was, no, no. Piatti was part of it. Are you sure? Because I saw that run, and it wasn't even fucking close. Oh, I think he he knew it. He he just they didn't have a good conversation. They didn't have a <laughs> okay. You make sure you stay out of the box until I've kicked it. And then Piatti turns over. They, they, they missed looks, that part of the conversation. And, and, and then Piatti shouts from over the stall, "Dude, I'm shitting. Can this wait?" <laughs> 
Because that's because kick it. I'm a professional footballer. I know what we're doing. Just kick it. Okay? Just kick it. I'm a professional footballer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I would uh, want that on a business card. <laughs> I know the rules about encroachment on a penalty kick. Okay, I do. Right. Mm, uh, uh, no. Anyway, so stupidity ensued, <laughs> and uh, I've just like watched it like five times again right now. It's I, it gets it's, better, doesn't it? Yeah, I no, yeah. it's so much worse. Oh like, god, better in its in its horrifying, hilarious. Yes, okay. yes, yes. But it just and just like they're protesting afterwards after he realizes he's given a free kick. He's like, hey, what? No. Okay, yeah, now, he, yes. The, the, yeah, the, he's the waving picture. his fingers. No, no, no. You, you can't yeah. move this out. We're allowed to do that. I, well, yes, you are, but you've got to do it properly. Don't encroach. Yeah, I, the I, I, counts as part of the box when it comes to a penalty. That's the only purpose for it, you dummies. I was surprised how many people, like, yeah. just... And not that Twitter's ever a good measure, let's be honest, uh, but... The number of people who have no idea what that D is about is really funny to me. Um, mm. Like, like even I know that it's part like if you if you were to take a compass and put it one point in this penalty circle and then draw a circle outside of the box, that's the arc. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the distance. And it's like he wasn't even in the box. True, but <laughs> in a penalty. <laughs> Exactly. That, that little arky thing is part Ever. of the box. Exactly. And, and the, but like it wasn't even just one or two people. It was a significant number of people who, like, did they think it's a, just a random ass decoration? Maybe. Yeah. It's like holy shit. That's like like when you look at a football pitch, it's pretty minimalist when it comes to markings on the field. Yeah, there's like, not that many to pay attention to. Yeah. And the, the center circle again, same thing. It's only there to be ten yards away from the center spot for a free for a, like a kickoff. Exact same concept. Yeah, it's pointless aside yeah. from that. Yeah, but it does have a point. But at it has least a, once yes. in the match. Yes. Exactly. Yes, twice. But so then, I, I, yeah, and I, and I even like, and I, I didn't even think this. I didn't think this sort of fuckery was allowed at all. And then of course I got sent the the Crife video like. Mm. Brazilian times and then did, did you see the so, Thierry Henry Robert Perez one? I did oh. someone someone graciously sent me that one so I felt better <laughs> that's um, that's that's even better. that's much better than this one that's like comedy yes. football and comedy that's yes like yes that one right is there. anyway mm. so because they decided to do this bit of idiocy the, the, the you know the, the 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 goal was waved off rightly waved off and everyone's like oh but Montreal players blah blah you know what just let it go just give the indirect free kick to Montreal. Just let it go. You fucked up. You <laughs> fucked up. Just, just, just stop talking. And for those, this is my personal opinion, but like I keep, I, you know, don't see it everywhere, but saw a couple, whatever, Craig Forrest and Danny Dicchio even saying, oh, you know, if that had gone in, would you not have been entertained? And I'm like, no, I'm angry that they're being so fucking stupid losing. Like, why would you... Like, that's the, the other part of this that just drives me crazy, is that I mean, this is not the sort of play you do when you're losing. To be fair, I mean, I, I do feel like this is like, uh, you know, doing the whole Panenka thing. It's like, oh, cool if it works. If it doesn't, you look really fucking dumb. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're taking a big gamble that it, it is going to work. Oh, uh, what, there was a, um, I forget what, what Champions League run it was where, uh, um, 
Osorio scored on on a, the most cheekiest of fucking back heels where he was like, I think he was just inside the six yard box. Hey, it's Tigres. Hey, Tigres. Yeah. And, and all I could think of was, Tigres. it goes in, you're a goddamn genius. You miss. What the fuck is wrong with you? There's no middle ground. There's no, there's mm. no like, oh, that was close. Good job. It's no, that was stupid. But it goes in. It's like, you are a wizard. So, same situation. That ball goes in. It's legal. Brilliant. You guys are you guys are absolutely geniuses. And but it didn't. Geniuses, yeah. And entertaining. But it didn't. And your fuck ups. So entertaining fuck ups. Oh, least, completely so. entertaining fuck ups. Uh, but like, I, I that's that's the that's. I mean, of course, and and, and I feel like I would have felt that way if I was a neutral watching the game. Like I would, mm-hmm. of course, you want that to go in. That's entertaining as all hell, and you hope you hope for that all the time. And it's nicely subversive, and and sometimes I like a good good middle finger to the rule book. That's like, ha, we're allowed to do this, but nah, you didn't put it in, so we did it. I like that kind of shit. <laughs> However, <laughs> it didn't work, <laughs> and they looked so crap for it. <laughs> No, like, I just, you know what, you're, you're down a goal, you're playing like shit, I just want you to walk up there and, you know, strike a normal penalty, you know, your usual penalty, just score the goddamn goal, get your team back in the game, stay focused on the game, instead of being cute, or spectacular, or entertaining, you know what's entertaining? Tying the game up, that's entertaining, that is what's entertaining That, that would me, be true. actually having your team in the game. That's, 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 that's entertaining. To this be fair to on me. that point, their, ooh, let's do a weird kick plan worked. They did actually score. It's just Pierre mistimed his run. It wasn't like the, the idea for the goal went horribly wrong. This wasn't like when Henri and Perez completely fucked it up. It's just he mistimed his run. That, so I, yeah, I, I don't think it was like, oh my God, this is a, a, a a terrible idea, you know. If you actually do it right, it's it's nah. probably increasing your chances of scoring. I like that I'm being like the grumpy one about them being fancy and crazy, and and you guys are the ones defending it. It's usually I'm all for it, especially because it went wrong. Especially, well, that's true. Yeah. You were, yes, I, I I get that. I understand, Duncan, that that is why you are enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Duncan. Duncan's always been pro. You know, fall on your face. And honestly, that his stance doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I I I like to be entertained for sometimes for worse, preferably for better, but sometimes for worse. <laughs> and I was completely entertained. Yeah, it wasn't the outcome I wanted. That is accurate. But at the same time, too, like holy shit, you guys are down by one, and you thought this was a good time to break it out. Oh my god, fuck. Oh. Oh. All right. Well, Magical. they lost, and by losing, they have now um, taken themselves out of the driver's seat for top spot amongst the Canadian teams to get into the Voyagers Cup. Um, if you want to see who's all the permutations, who's, who's the gravy now? Montreal. Well, it's there's 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 a bazillion scenarios, almost as many as there are for the island games. Um, well, yeah, because we're only that, halfway through. Of course, there is. Why are people yes, that, trying to that, figure out who's winning now? Uh, well, yes. So Martin Bailey has laid it all out. Martin, watch it. Sorry, Go ahead. Yes, he has. Um, 
on 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 uh, over over at Waking the Red. Uh, basically, for Toronto to win, they need they need to. And again, they it's, as he as he explains, there's a whole order of how they have to win slash tie. Like they can't win against Vancouver and then tie against Montreal because if they do that, Montreal somehow wins. I I. I can't okay, explain like, all the math. Montreal has to be beating Vancouver. Are we just presuming that Vancouver is going to lose every single fucking game? Which yes. I think is a valid assumption. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think that's reasonable. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I don't. I don't. I. Yeah. I. I mean, we've, we've clearly made it harder for ourselves here, and you know, it, it's yes. not a lock anymore. But I'd say we're still in the driver's so, yeah, seat. Yeah. This is this is no. This isn't a Kurt Larson Calgary lock at all. No. Um, that thing doesn't secure anything, by the way. No, it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, so so TFC need to draw or win against Montreal. I mean, against Vancouver on uh, the weekend, and then win against Montreal in order to take to to, to win this all out. Anyways, it's quite fun, um, <laughs> and yeah. So so has been the last few days in the land of TFC. All right, it's CanCon time. Uh, Island Games, oh my god, more math. Um, so, we talked a bit about how crowded things were at the top um, last week. And for a brief shining moment this week, uh, there were six teams tied for first place. Um, in the in the Highland Games, and uh, now there there's only there's only five there's only five now, uh, mm. only five, but it's uh, it's delightfully fun that everything is so so congested um, at the at the at the top, um, and it's there's there's so many scenarios. I'm not even going to attempt because it'll it'll hurt my brain. It'll hurt your brain having to listen to me trying to explain it. Um, again, Martin, sit down. Um, Thank you. Has explained this extensively on the Twitters. Um, there's about a, there's you know there's a spreadsheet that changes constantly, um, but it's quite fun. It's it's it certainly is is fun to have this tournament at least be competitive. With the exception yes. of the Eddies. Oh. Um, oh. We're sorry, Eddies. Or at least I am. I'm sad for you. I have the sadness. It's true, she does. But yeah, I do. Even Otto have won twice. I, craziness. Yeah, that's just weird. This is this Ottawa being competent during this tournament. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Um... So this weekend, um, all to play for, for mm. the majority, the vast majority of the teams. Um, so there are, 
uh, everybody plays um, uh, on there's two matches Saturday two matches Sunday and yeah for the most part they all can change the outcome of what uh, the top four going into the group stage uh, starting next week will be so gentlemen who are mm. your who, who, who's your picks for the for the top four Uh, I'm going to just quickly take a look about the actual fixtures there and who's playing who before I uh, fair. Uh, commit That's to anything here. Uh, That's reasonable. Wonders versus Pacific. Oh, yeah, Pacific will get there because they've only got to beat Edmonton, and apparently everyone does that. Um, it's fun. It's yeah, fun to let's do. Let's go with uh, Hamilton. Uh, York will beat Calgary and thus knock Calgary out. So we're going Hamilton, York, uh, Pacific, and the Wanderers. Boom. Hamilton, yeah, York, Pacific and the Wanderers. That's very, right. very possible. Very reasonable. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I have to. I have to. My own. The only thing that I'm not sure of is the Halifax Atletico. Uh, I, I kind of want. I wouldn't be too upset seeing Ottawa make it through, but uh, I, I would also prefer after Halifax is bad. First season, um, I, I would uh, want to see them have a little something. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just, I just, I just didn't. I just really don't want them to be like the perennial wooden spoon team, you know. So, and just make it the like. I don't expect them to win the whole thing, but they've they've shown some fight, uh, and I, I appreciate that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my esteemed colleague and double down with him, and he's right because it's Duncan. Why, when did when does Duncan lead me wrong? Honestly, exactly. When has Duncan ever steered us wrong? Mark. That's that's Very a that's a really that's an excellent point. Also, um, you know, fuck Calgary. D- without question, um, always on board with that Canadian national diving team. Yeah, I, I do not want them anywhere near it. <laughs> if they put the sash the other way, it would have been the same uh, same flags as scuba. <laughs> the symbol for scuba. It's true. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Oh, that's funny. Um, All right. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think yeah. Pamukka has Pacific playing some some nice football, and again, yes, they're playing Edmonton. Sorry, Edmonton. Um, Hamilton. Uh, yeah, York, York. Uh, mm, York, surprisingly, that's that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the big game, really. I think, and it is. It, that is. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is the big game. But they've been the the, the Niners have been surprisingly. Hello. Hello. Cold mine. <laughs> <laughs> Entertaining. Um, oh, that Wanderers uh, Letty match. It's tough. It's tough. Um, yeah, I'll stick with us. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Halifax as well. Although, if 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 Ottawa win, I'll be okay with it, just because I think it will be kind of funny that, that this you know mm. barely had a club going into the games, you know, coached by Mista. Which is its stuff, own comedy. Let's be honest. Which is its yeah. own comedy. Um, makes it into the into the into the final final round. So I think that would be delightful. Now, as for tiebreakers, who knows? Because they haven't posted them, and nobody seems to know what the actual tiebreakers are. If there's a mm. if there's a multi way tie, so we don't know. We we all. Oh, 
I, I as voted, voted by you, the viewers at home. Hello, no, as, viewers as, at home. As voted Anyone? by the uh, whatever Mark calls his kit podcast that I'm not allowed to go on. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Finally. I feel like you went to all the kits and you all kind of decided who was the best and that sort of thing. So sure we you, did. You just you go go with those results there. Duncan, I will say this again. If <laughs> if we had you on, we'd probably still be recording. So it's not because you would take long. It's that adding an extra voice exponentially increases mm-hmm. the length of a fucking show. Yes. This is this is why we can still do two hours of podcasting with almost no fucking news. Okay. Exactly. Mm. Also, I don't care enough about them all. I I, I fully. I was gonna say not, we could we could do we could do a, a mini one. Podcast, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a I'm a good for like you know ten seconds per. Per kit. That what shit. The fuck's, what the fuck? That's yeah. awful. Yo, that, that's my analysis. And now, guys, Duncan's, what the fuck guys, of the week? You guys are talking about lines and threads and color styles and nonsense. So Color um, styles are important, Duncan. They are. Yeah. They are important. They are. Duncan, if you really want to talk about this, you know, we haven't and we're not going to today because this podcast is already going to be insanely long with just yeah. three of us. Uh, we have a Canadian, new Canadian kit to talk about soon. So, yeah. Just, just saying. Cool. Um, yeah. Does that not come out already? It has, but we haven't talked about it. Yeah, we haven't talked about ah, it. Uh, I, I, haven't, gotcha. I, I don't think I've seen an, a, a clean version of it yet. I've just seen like the generated 3D model version of it. I, I, no, I kinda, I, I, yeah. Have I think, you seen I think the actual? Might, no, I think they've been using the 3D model <laughs> version. There's a lot of leaves on it on the on the 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 site where you can purchase it, but. Let's just um, let's just co-op plaid and and just run with it until right. Why aren't we doing plaid? I mean, why isn't TFC doing a plaid kit just once? I think we should take it before uh, before Portland takes it forever because they're so close to it with them being tree people that's and whatnot. That's true. That's true. Good plan. Good I, point. I, I just good point. Anyway, whatever. I, I like you want to if, if Canada wants to be daring on the international football stage, show up looking like lumberjacks, and I am. Here for that. I'm totally here for that. <laughs> Mandatory beards for everyone. Oh my god! Just yes. cutaway beards. I don't care. All in the warm ups. If we're still doing COVID, just have it attached to the mask, and then when you take off the mask, it comes with beard. Those would sell so fast. Hotcakes. Oh my god. There you go, Nike. You are that. welcome. I don't even want to. Canada soccer. You're so welcome. All right. Uh, before we before we move away from. Um, from the camp yell and, and we'll and yeah the, the, the lumberjack outfit obviously comes with high heels suspenders and a bra oh yeah and that's course. okay <laughs> and that's okay I wish I were a girly just like my dear papa mm, classic mm. Um, we have a very serious question to address mm, with on. regards to um, some of the one soccer pundits and mm. and and watching since 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 the island games and they've had some new shows in their new studio and they've had like some new groupings and I, I'm concerned that it's too warm in the one soccer studio or that they're you know they really are teetering on the edge of not enough money and they don't have enough money um, to run proper air conditioning in the mm. studio mm. because everyone is sockless up with the sockless i don't understand they, they, they couldn't get a sock sponsor <gasps> oh you know how it's like, like mcgregor is refusing to sponsor one soccer uh, yeah. 
Joshua Cloak's clothing provided by blah 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 blah. No one's stepped up to provide no the socks. No one's stepping up for the socks. So until they do. Until yeah, they do, everyone else has to go sockless. Yeah. None of them are wearing oh, underwear so either. Because again, well, we just no underwear we just sponsor. We just assume yeah. that. But yeah. um, I was surprised. Yeah, like McGregor's the sock people. Talk about your plaid. Like this should be right there. But um, so like, mm. should we maybe start like a GoFundMe for them for socks? We could do that, right? Well, let's let's we GoFundMe for like the Max Loom, and then you know he can make true, a few socks. True, true. Duncan, Duncan with the ideas. After he's done finishing making there all the scarves. Duncan with the ideas. Perfect, I, perfect. So yeah, if, if if we can just get some more contributions to Mark's Loom GoFundMe, we'll get socks for the one soccer people because I'm mm. concerned. Um, also, no you know, like I, I think there's no soccer people. Yeah, we're gonna. That's a, that's a better but title. It's, <laughs> it's so distracting. Like it's all I notice. Like I feel like a Victorian man, like looking, you know, looking at the ladies lifting up their skirts to show off their ankles. Mm. Like it's oh. all I notice. Oh. It really is distracting. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, my pant leg seems to have slipped up. Oh no! Um, but seriously, I get it now. It's, yeah, I the get those my fan and my fainting couch. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Those slutty, yeah, those slutty angles. Angles, goddammit. Like fainting couches, like seriously. Like, like and I know the, they say they, I know I could just not look, but really, it's their fault for putting it out there. Yeah, are what you guys? Else am I supposed to look at? Like, are you guys doing like? ankle workouts or something trying to show off those reps i don't understand if it, was, if it was just one or two of them i'd be okay with but it seems like it's the uniform it's all exactly it's all of them i wonder Please. do they get pounced on like they come into the studio and there's like an alarm <laughs> oh socks socks get him someone someone hold ollie down quick although ollie's on the it's, island it's, so it's def- it's we def- don't know if he's wearing socks or not ollie's definitely wearing socks you, just because he's because he's a normal human being. <laughs> Kurt, Josh, others, wheels. wheels. Seriously, where's some fucking socks, man? Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's baffling, really. But it yeah. is. It really is. Yeah. I don't get it. Um. All right, Kadisha Buchanan, four-time champion. Woo! Yeah. Legend. Yes, yes. So last Sunday, uh, Leon did it again, winning their fifth straight Champions League title. Keisha Buchanan's fourth straight Champions League title. Um, A fairly easy 3-1 win over what was a very tough opponent in Wolfsburg. Um, French champions, once again victorious. Very exciting. Um, She's, you know, she's mainstay at the back with uh, Wendy Renard and... uh, you know, the they, duck. They, yes. Yes. Quack. 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 <laughs> when, I, when I was editing last week's episode, that literally was my favorite part. And I can't stop thinking about it. It's so good. Uh, yes. Um, Which is all made for all made the more funny the fact that I know what a duck is in French. <laughs> like if like you didn't have to say it, I know. It's like, oh yeah. Because when you first said it, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's a Oh no. No, it's not. No, no, no it's, it's not. not. <laughs> yeah. What what actually is duck in French? I, Canard. I oh, okay. Canard. You're so I close. I know I know Renard is fox. I know that now. Yes. That's, that's very much in my head, but duck is canard. Okay. Yeah. All right, I can see how I got confused. Still, fantastic. Great <laughs> yeah, podcasting, honestly. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, um, if, if they had a non-football podcast, uh, football podcast category for the for the potties, that segment alone would. There's nobody could touch it. That's our that's our little entry clip. That is. That's it. That's that's the winning clip right there. That's the one that um, they play on TV when they like book a minority, and it's like, oh, the ducks or the, the foxes. Or whatever you said, I can't remember. It's brilliant. What does the what fox does say? The fox quack, say? Quack, 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 uh, you've been enjoying her Instagram posts and stories as she as she, as she posts a lot with the trophy. <laughs> it's quite fun. Um, so uh, on the strength of of that um, and uh, Alfonso Davies uh, also winning Champions League with his team, um, they have they are the players of the month, canned soccer players of the month for August, as they should be. <laughs> Um, is is there any other country in the there probably is but is there any other country in the world right now that has uh, representatives that won both the men's and women's UEFA Champions League in the same year? Well, right now, right, right now, now, Canada is champion of both. Is there any other country that can say that? Probably there is, but I don't know. I'm presuming. There has to be a Frenchman on Bayern Munich. That's what I was. That's exactly that's what I'm doing. I'm like running down. I'm trying. He's to a Razu. Nope, long gone. Is Ranieri uh, still there? No, he's in Fiorentina. Okay, yeah, I, That's what I'm trying to do. I know. I'm trying to figure out French players on 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 Bayern. Um, There's always a Frenchman on on Bayern Munich. Right? Isn't that like the rule or something? Somebody is yelling at their phone right now with the answer, I know. and you know what? Shut up. Nobody's talking. It's probably Josh. I'm just if kidding. Josh listens to us still. I'm, I'm just kidding. You, you yeah, us. he's still yeah. very much. Oh my Josh, gosh, this is so fucking obvious. Really, guys, really. Mr. Cloak, I, if you're listening, if you're listening, please tell us. Also, put on some socks, you savage. Yes. <laughs> That's the most important i love you josh i love you josh (laughs) like everyone that i everyone that i think is is french isn't so i'm i'm like nope nope not him nope not him fine oh wait i'm looking up yeah me too oh here we go uh benjamin pavard did he oh okay yeah the duck I've never thought fucking Kingsley Coleman, the guy that scored the goal, is French, apparently, according to Wikipedia. Wait, 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 wait. We're not done with the duck thing. <laughs> not by a long shot. Don't you dare change Oh, the that's subject. right. I forgot. Kingsley. Yeah, Kingsley is, is, is French as well. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's six of them on their, uh, their main thing on Wikipedia. The six All right. French All right. Well, there we Presum- go. Presumably, Leon has some French women in there as well. Maybe one. Maybe one. <laughs> maybe one. Two tops, both on the bench. But they won, and it counts. Mm. So fine. There is more than one country that is... Yeah, I find it a little biased. Everything. I find it a little biased that, of course, France would have a player, like French players, on both the French team that wins and another team. Like, 
we should have better criteria if we do this again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dude, yeah, but do, is there any country where uh, that had a representative on either team where one of those uh, national teams are in the bottom 100 of the... Uh... <laughs> I don't you think so. Uh, uh, FIFA rankings? Uh, I, yeah. Come at us, Togo. Come on. What do you got? Mm. Yeah. Leon of a German in there as well. So. Exactly. <laughs> Can't go with that. Jennifer oh, okay. Madojan. I don't know how you pronounce that in German, but you know, hey. Smith. Her. <laughs> Smith. Jones. Jones. Um, anyway, congratulations again, Kadisha. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, oh, one last Holland as well. Thing. Yeah, Holland has both. Man. Yeah. Anywho, moving on. Um... One last thing for uh, CanCon uh, Gold Cup. Obviously mm. not played this year, being played next year, as many uh, tournaments have been pushed back. Um, they've announced, Victor Montalani did, uh, did an interview the other day, and while talking about the fact that there's probably no World Cup qualifying matches for the men until March, eh, mm. yikes, um, mm. talked about a slight change to the Gold Cup. And the, the, you know, the proceedings going into the Gold Cup, instead of them telling us, hey, this is who you're playing, they're going to do a draw, just like everybody else. Um, but, that's but that's transparent. That's not CONCACAF mm -hmm. tradition. <laughs> yes, but this will be like a draw yeah. over Zoom, like the MLS COVID Cup draw, right? And I'm uh, picking number, checks phone for text, yeah. 17. Oh, hey. <laughs> Oh, America and Mexico are... Uh, oh, uh, wonder how that happened. I, I, I was half expecting when I saw Is the... Is Canada uh, playing Honduras? You know. <laughs> I was half expecting when I saw the headline, CONCACAF announced this new format for 2021 Gold Cup. I was hoping, oh, instead of it going to be U.S. and Canada, or U.S. and Mexico being the host, the hosts are Mexico and the United States, huh? Would that be the change? <laughs> wow, real huge departure, guys. You really nailed that one. Mm. The, the main question I have about all of this is when, what? when, the, oh. when the fuck do they think these games are going to get played? I mean, we've already got like a shitload of fucking World Cup qualifiers that are supposed to happen at some point, and a whole bunch of them are getting postponed, so we're going to get pushed back into next year. How the fuck are we going to fit a fucking Gold Cup in there as well? Mm. I mean, and there's Jesus. a Euro, and, sure. and well, the Euro doesn't matter, but like players are playing on that. Anyway, it's just, it's the whole, there's a lot <laughs> of soccer getting played next summer. Yeah. Um, so apparently, sometime in July of next year, the beginning of July, or that's mm. just part of it. That's the preliminary round. I don't even know. Anyways, the draw is going to be the first ever Gold Cup draw. First ever. <gasps> first Exciting. ever. Uh, September twenty eighth. So Oof. get ready. Get ready for Mark a really, really long Zoom calendars. presentation. And uh, and then the always exciting inclusion of the guest participant from <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about this Qatar. Hmm. The Asian Cup champions Qatar oh. are the guest participant I'm in sorry, the Concacaf. Qatar are Asian champions right now. AFC I, Asian Cup champions Qatar. That has to be wrong. That, that surprises me. What, but did, good for them. Did uh, did half of Asia not go to this one out of protesting human I, rights I, I, violations? It's like Japan and South Korea and Australia. Or, yeah, were, were they busy? I don't know. Uh, I'm just I'm just reading the piece. Or on Thailand the, <laughs> on the Concacaf <laughs> website. It's 
or, or anybody else. Or anybody. Yeah, I, know. I know. Or Iraq or Iran West, or West Korea. Surely. Could yeah, be. East Korea is the best one, though. It's the most wow. superior Korea. Uh, as we all know. The Qatar team is the current regional champion having won the 2019 AFC Asian Cup. Whatever that means. Mm. I don't even know what the AFC Asian Cup is. I'm getting... Except for something that clearly none of the rest of the good teams yeah. played in. Kind of get dizzy with all the spin. Ugh. I know. I know. God damn it. Um, so, so this is a partnership uh, um, between... The Confederations and something to do with the FIFA World Cup and, of course, with the Qatar Football Association. Shocking. So not only is Qatar playing in this World this this Gold Cup, they Qatar play in the one Japan after as well. They beat South Korea 1-0. What? They beat UAE 4-0. Okay, okay, that one's plausible. This was happening. Not paying did, obviously. Did, did those countries, does there anything that notes that they set under 15s? <laughs> uh, that would because uh, that would be perfect because that means you still conceded a goal to fifteen-year-olds, yeah. you bastards. They beat Iraq one-nil in the round of sixteen. I find this hard to believe. Beat Saudi Arabia two-nil in the group stage. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rough. Anyway, North, they beat North Korea six-nil, and they beat <laughs> Lebanon two-nil. So uh, apparently, yeah, Qatar are a force to be reckoned with. Oh God. <sighs> Great. And they that, play in the next two Gold Cups. That's that's exciting. The next two? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, point. yeah. Apparently part of this, this partnership has them as special guest participants for 2021 and 2023. Okay. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Either way, it's fine. Canada, anyway. you know, back in 2000, we beat, quote-unquote, South Korea. Then we beat Colombia. We can handle some, you know, Qatarians. Absolutely. Mm. All right, so get ready in a few weeks to watch the first ever Gold Cup draw. Woohoo! Mm. Wow, exciting! I, I, who's going to be the musical like guest to, to kick Ooh. the whole thing off? I, yeah. Regional sure. artists that you never heard of but are weirdly yeah. popular. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one. They're like, is, is, what's the what's the what's the Shakira? What's the Can we get Shakira? <laughs> the CONCACAF version of K-pop. Honduran uh, pop is... H-pop is huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, H-pop is where it's at. H-pop is where it's at. All right. talk about games at all because again go on the website take a look and you figure it out um yeah things although, are happening the whole thing's fucking nonsense yeah. exactly zombie shiva's managed to win a game by a lot though so that was something and oh. la did something and that's nice columbus crew are back in first place so weird um so last wednesday as we were recording uh towards the end of the show various teams within the nba were you know, uh, going on strike, refusing to play their games. The Brewers had followed suit 
And I think the first MLS match of the night between Orlando and Nashville had just kicked off. And we were yeah, like, just oh. a little too early for them to be able to organize shit. Exactly. And no one looked at their phones during halftime. Um, so <laughs> baseball and basketball. I feel like I need play. to interrupt again because I just enjoy this. I'm on the MLS site. I went there just to what have you. And I was kind of like scrolling down and then, uh, oh yeah, oh, TFC and? Captain Bradley sidelined with grade two MCL strain. <laughs> we didn't care. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. No, no, <laughs> Michael no, no. Bradley I, I, injured, whatever. We're going to talk about it after. It's fine. Are we? I put it in. Oh yeah, I, I threw it in like as we were talking because oh, well, I only found then. it. Sorry. But I don't still delightful. Real... You're right. It was part of the drama of the game. Okay. Shut yes. Up. Oh, yes. The controversial red card, not red card. Oh, we didn't even talk about mm. that. Damn you. Damn you, anthems and stupid penalties. Um, yes. Anyway, so uh, basketball the, the and baseball. The are cheating for Toronto, apparently. Eh? Yes. That's oh. essentially what someone's coming Zachary out. Zachary oh, so Bellew. biased. Yeah. Yes. yes. So biased. Mm. Uh, so baseball and basketball anyway, didn't play yes. any of their games last Wednesday and the remainder of the MLS matches also did not go ahead um, and sports stopped um, as I said earlier for a couple days for many leagues um, everything is everyone's back to playing again um, but in the in the aftermath of the the teams um, not playing uh, MLS uh, RSL owner, Deloy Hansen, a show favorite. Mm. We haven't, we, we haven't talked about mm. him many times before in less than flattering light. No, no. He likes not, coins. Not be, he likes coins and treating his workers like shit. Mm. Um, especially during a pandemic. Oh, such a heartfelt guy. Yes. So this time, um, and, and, and it's a frustrating thing. It's, it's, it's kind of a, well, finally, this is what got people's attention. You know, it wasn't the fact that people that support the team and fans and stuff have been screaming about how poorly he treats his staff um, and the fact that players have been paying staff wages because he wouldn't um, <laughs> during all of this. The day after, he, he, went, he went public with a more reprehensible side of his personality. Like full public, or at least more people were paying attention this time, which is good because it means he's finally going to be gone. But so the day after the, um, the 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 various teams sat out. So Thursday morning, Hansen gave a radio interview um, during which he blamed the players for him having to fire staff. Mm. Um, is the players' fault? He whinged about his investment. Oh, I don't. I don't know if this is worth the money yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, and basically, and and then called the, the, the players, stabbed him in the heart or something, was it? You yeah, something that? like that. Yeah. Um, and 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 called the players disrespectful. Um, oh yeah, it's a moment of sadness. It's like somebody stabbed you, and you're trying to figure out a way to pull the knife out and move forward. That's what it feels like. The disrespect mm. is profound to me personally. Mm. Thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah. So we shook their hands and then an hour later said, you don't have a job here. Uh, it's like, okay, dick. Mm. Um, 
you know, and he's, oh yeah, the question that comes in, I'm very, very supportive of an inclusive, fairly liberal agenda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not just fairly liberal. Let's just, yeah. you know, we're just going to qualify, you know, that's yeah. who I am. I've Liberal-ish. Yeah, I tolerate this until it affects my money. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, the agenda, you know, we're now punishing all sides of society who would love to support an inclusive society. Mm. Anyway, he just... I was fine when I wasn't getting punished. Exactly. <laughs> I was, I was fine when punished. I didn't have to pay my staff. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I and... I expected and... to be out of pocket slightly in this particular time. No. Oh, and he brings, he even brings like blue lives into it. Oh my God, it's just... It's it's unreal. So like a man with a pulse on society. Yeah, it's it was it was it was it was quite interesting to be on Twitter on Thursday morning as this was unfolding. As as it was a combination of okay, well it's out in the open now, but it was just like the horror and the anger of how comfortable he felt mm-hmm. in going on a radio show, and, and I believe this this. I think this was the station he owns. Fine, whatever, but still. And just, yes. like, putting it all out there. Hmm. And, and even even when he had, like, the follow-up interview in the afternoon, when he sort of tried to apologize, but then really didn't. Just... Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's a bit on the oblivious was, side. Yes. A little bit. So as, as that was all happening... Um, you had former players taking to Twitter to denounce him. Mm-hmm. You had current players. That was, I think, that mm-hmm. was and maybe is still one of my favorite things is that um, until until everything forced his hand, um, Nedim Onoir was like, basically, I'm out of here. I'm not, I can't play here. He's, he's around. I, I'm gone. Like, Good. No idea what the solution was going to be, but he did not care. He was like, "It does. I don't care. I'm just. I'm not going to play here anymore. It's not going to happen." Um, you know, coaches were speaking up. Other players are speaking up. Josie Altador, like, "Hey, uh, I've got a group. We're ready to buy." <laughs> yeah. You know, which is one of my all-time favorite things. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> go on." Um, I imagine and, he's probably not allowed to be. Well, that was the he just helps put people together yeah um, like yeah. he could probably buy it and put it into trust or there's probably workarounds yeah. i mean we're well, talking about millionaires and billionaires surely there's a way to find <laughs> yeah. a loophole i mean yeah, how else like, do they keep their wealth all of exactly. a sudden oh, look at this sloan stevens is one of the partners who'd have thunk it <laughs> she's not a soccer player so it's all good haha loopholes down and she's a, a rich professional athlete on her own sense so yes this is absolutely herself nothing to do with josie altador hooray yeah um and then there's there was there was like rumors that nick Ramondo was part of this group that he was putting together of course the former Leave it up to Nick Romano to save this. Jesus. Right? Honestly. Oh, give it up, Nick. You've retired. <laughs> Can't save um, everything. <laughs> and, yeah, like, Utah Jazz players getting involved. Like, it was, it was, it's really been interesting to see, um, fuck, like, I the love- athletic community sort of coming in and saying, like, fuck yeah, we will help take this away. But 
just to, before we sort of even get into the fact that so now he is now he is selling not just um, RSL but also um, he is selling the the Royals mm-hmm. and the Monarchs because his 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 group controls all of them. So you know you've got players from the 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 Utah Royals. That's the NWSL side. You know you know, very loudly being like, get this man out. Like we won't, we don't want to play for him anymore. We don't want to be involved in this anymore. Um, I don't know if, well, Monarchs, the Monarchs aren't playing right now, right? Like, so it's, I don't know. I don't follow as many of the Monarchs players as well, but still regardless, you've got a whole host of, you've got different levels of North American soccer railing against this guy. And MLS comes out. Oh God, do I even have the quote? What was the first non- (laughs) response yes. from Garber. Thanks for all the time you've put in Delroy or something along those lines. Delroy. Yeah, like Delroy. all your many fine contributions to to soccer in Utah at mm. various levels, you know, academies and women's soccer like literally praises the guy. Um but you know, but we here at MLS, we don't we don't agree with what he was saying. No. Uh-huh. Bad bad Delroy, bad. Well, you can't um, it was the billionaires can't break ranks, Kristen. Come on. It was basically the the MLS version of very fine people on both sides, um, mm-hmm. and then then the athletic, as as the athletic is wont to do, um, people go to them with stuff, which is great. Um, they uh, they jumped in and started publishing. All sorts of stories and all sorts of things from behind the scenes um, within RSL and within the organization um, having to do with, you know, just behavior and how, um, you know, toxic culture there, um, racist, sexist. And just then it just started to get worse. So then there's stories about about the royals um, and uh, what's his name? Carol. Um Oh, Andy Carroll. Yeah, Andy that's Carroll. Andy Carroll, like the the Newcastle I know, it makes me laugh. guy. The new exactly it makes me laugh every time I see it. It just confuses the hell out of me. But the other Andy Carroll, um, mm. who uh, was involved in a lot of the the royal stuff, but uh, yeah, during a, a photo shoot for the coming year, you know, instructing photographers to to put them in sexy poses. Um, only wanting yeah. to feature certain players because they're the good-looking ones. Mm. When their their goalkeeper had tied the record for shutouts for the league, uh, not promoting her because she wasn't good-looking enough. Oh like, come that's on! Just... You, you you can put her in a bed, just like surrounded by some clean sheets and skimpy whatever. You can make a thing out of yeah. that. Yeah, oh, there you uh, go. Wow, it's uh, like you were yeah. in that boardroom, Duncan. A, a, yeah. a, go- a goalie, a goalie with clean sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. That, that was funnier um, to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it just goes, it just, you know, it, it's sort of like the stories just kept rolling in. And so finally, you know, he's taken a leave of absence, but now is, you know, supporting moving quickly away from ownership. Um, but now, in, you know, in light of all the, all the royal stuff that's come out, uh, Andy Carroll is also... Um, taken a leave of absence away from yeah. the uh away from the group in you know in light of the culture of sexism and uh belittling and toxic uh toxicity so it's it's all come together quite quickly and 
in, in a weird way, like, thank you, Hanson, for being such a fucking moron that you thought you could just speak openly about this crap. Mm. What do you, you what know? Do you but he's got money, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not going to. It's not that he's not going to make out like an absolute bandit. Oh, in yeah. This. And, and that's the thing mm-hmm. that's frustrating is that, again, MLS is like, oh, we, you know, we support the investigation and we're bringing in like an outside whatever to look into this. But at the same time, you know, we still want to thank Delroy. You know, like it's still, of course, we'll they're, they're sure absolutely. He's got like, a, like $300 million or something on the way out. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. absolutely un, un, unwilling to fully condemn him. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the that's the frustrating part of all of of all of this. And, and a lot of people have said, you know, like Hanson's not the only toxic owner out there, and we we are very well aware of that, right? Like, um, so it's whether this will if this will be a domino in regards to other owners within MLS um, and. You know, like M- MLS is quick to to jump on um, what makes them look good, right? Like this is as much as you've got Black Players for Change um, behind the scenes, or not even behind the scenes so much, pushing for things um, within the league. They also the league also is like, well, you know, we we see where the winds are blowing right now, so but we're not going to go so far again. Like with that, with with them being unwilling to absolutely condemn. Delo Hansen and Andy Carroll and everything that's been happening um, within the RSL, you know, organization um, for all the various clubs there. It's, you know, again, it still speaks to, you know, well, we want to hedge our bets. We don't want to scare away the next billionaire investor with mm-hmm. questionable views, politics, morals, yes. etc. cetera. <laughs> Because, you know. What if some rich guy comes along and says, hmm, these people don't like racists, and he walks away. And he doesn't give us his money. What are we supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's like one step forward, three steps back. There's still so much work to be done. But it is at least a step in that, you know, Deloitte Hansen gets out. And if I would love to see a a player-driven group um, player backed group take over and see and see what that looks like within MLS. Mm-hmm. Like that that hasn't happened yet. And I, that could be huge. It, it could be huge and, and as much as I would love that to happen, I feel like the way that the any kind of closed league operates is that one of the things that they would require is Discretion, uh, especially when mm-hmm. you've got multiple owners, and especially when you've got in this optimistic world a bunch of ex-players who now know what the union, like who would who would still kind of sort of have a hand in the union, whether it's through contributions or, or, or payouts or payments or whatnot, but they would now know both sides of what the players could actually get. I can't see them allowing it. But at the same time, too, I also feel like they would be far better owners than the crop of vultures and parasites that they've got now. Not all, but most. Most of them. So I 
I would I would love for a, a crop of of players to own them. Honestly, I don't even care what sport. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed, hundred percent. Anyway, it's uh, it is uh, it you know, buy. Don't let the no 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 actually let let as many doors hit you on the ass as humanly possible. Um, I'll buy some doors to help exactly. hit him in the ass. Can we get some sideshow bob rakes for this moment? Oh. Um, <laughs> and hope, and but but also hope that this this does start. It, it won't, but we, you know, you can hope that it will start um, some sort of domino effect amongst some of the other really toxic clubs uh, within MLS. But again, they're all now like shit. Everyone, zip your fucking lips. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the main thing you're talking about. Would there be some kind of domino effect or what have you? It's like, yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, this this will serve as a, a warning to all the other sort of rich white guys to, uh, you know. Be quiet. To be quieter. And, you know, hopefully, you'll know, be more respectful in general. Hopefully it is something that will make all of their workplaces a little less full of casual asides of you know, kind of racist, like, little jokey comments and that sort of thing. Yeah. That in itself would be a small positive. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's, that's the, that's what, that's the, that's at least the smallest thing we can hope for, right? So, mm. um, and, yeah. But I do look forward to whatever day officially that he is in, and his entire group are no longer in charge out there. Yes. In this I can't help but look ahead. the show um no world footy today uh because lord knows we've talked enough uh time for some tfc talk um so a couple things uh more tfc2 players loaned out and instead of being loaned out to campiel sides they're being loaned out to usl sides and we've got one player going full mingo yay oh time i know <laughs> adolfo valle is uh been loaned out to forward madison and we love we love Ford Madison, or at the very least, we love their kits. Um, they're delightful. And uh, so good good luck. Um, USL League One for the rest of the season. Um, he's been with uh, TFC for like a year and a half. Midfielder. Uh, hopefully he gets some minutes because hasn't had any this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Chilean player. Young guy. He's only 23, so... Um, still lots of opportunity uh, for him in terms of his playing career. Be nice. Twenty three still count as young, really, and I don't know. Well, I guess when you've got when you've got Alfonso Davies out there at nineteen, fucking winning everything, I guess not. Mm. Um, and then uh, Eric Klinowski, goalkeeper, who I feel like just joined TFC, but I guess again it was. 
it was last year. Um, I think very briefly he was considered maybe being brought up to be the backup for the first team, but no. So he's been loaned out to the Tacoma Defiance. Ooh, the Defiance. Man, these these names. I know. These <laughs> names. Oh, come on. We complain about the FC. I love it. No, no, no. I love it. And what the have defiance. you. 6'6". Yeah. Um, six, six. So actually tall for a keeper. Like, keepers are tall. But he's like, yes, the, the net is mine. Um, and for a keeper, he's young. He's only 25. So he's got a good yeah, decades long career okay. ahead of him. Oh, would you stop that? <laughs> <laughs> He's 12. I don't know, Kristen. 12-year-olds are a lot more mature these days. He should have made the first team by now. Exactly. (laughs) At least they've been on the bench. mm, Disappointing. (laughs) Disappointing from that toddler. mm. (laughs) Um, And as we look ahead to... um, Well, at least we look ahead to one match. I guess we could leave... The, penul- the the ultimate, the final match until next week, even though it's being played next Wednesday. What do you think, guys? Should we preview both matches tonight, or should we just do the Whitecaps one and leave the epic battle against the Cheesemakers to next week? Yeah, you know what? I, I, for the interest of brevity, oh, you know, which is it, it, out it, the and, window. I know, but somewhat. Yeah, okay. So, heading into this weekend's match against I'd the like White to Caps. eat my dinner before bedtime at some point. Fair. Um, Bed, bedtime's coming up soon. It's true. So, as, as Duncan mentioned, Michael Bradley uh, is now out with an injury. So, he has a grade 2 MCL strain suffered during Saturday night's match after a tackle with Maciel, um, who first got a red card and then got the red card taken back. Mm. And I don't know. I've watched it a couple times. I've seen it given. I've seen it not given. I wouldn't have been surprised if it had been held up, though. Resurrected. Resurrected, yes. So no Michael Bradley. <gasps> Is that Liam Fraser's music I hear? <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> that, that's Mikey Delgado's music. Here. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, and uh, Jonathan yeah. Osorio's, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a mashup and, of, yeah. their, of their musics, yeah. Yes. Um, so Sit down, sadly... Man. Yeah, sorry, Liam. We love you, but it's probably just never going to happen. So, yes, um, this weekend, Toronto will fly out to the West Coast to take on uh, the Whitecaps uh, on Saturday. And the Whitecaps are shit. So... They they are. That's really... they're, They're just... They're very bad right now. And... No little brief shining moments in uh, in the COVID Cup is going to change that because and they've just... Have, have they played any games at home in this whole little Canadian round-robin thing yet? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. We know they've lost twice oh. in Toronto and... And once game. in Montreal. Yeah, so, so they, they've got a whole bunch of home games still to come. I, so home home field advantage. Ah. BC this could, this could be their moment. Tris. Sure, sure. <laughs> they, they can just tap off the bottom level as well as the top level. Yeah, it'll be mm-hmm. fine. It'll, it'll, yeah. it'll look great. Yeah, it's just perfect. <laughs> and then they can announce it as a sellout. See? Done. Mm. Done. Um, That's just marketing. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't sell it's... half the seats, but we tapped them off, so it's a sellout. Didn't sell any seats, but we sold, we tapped them off. Exactly. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, uh, it it sh- Toronto should win. However, who knows? Um, but it is Saturday night, nine thirty Eastern time. Woof. I know. It's not ten o'clock, so ooh, it's early. I don't know. It's such an odd <laughs> kickoff time. <laughs> I was like, I was looking at it. I was like, I was like, no, that really says nine thirty. Okay, sure, sure. You know, it's fine, I guess. Um, player to watch from the Whitecaps. Tosin Ricketts. I say, yeah, toss. He sometimes, and he sometimes does things. He does. Uh, Hassal, the 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 kid in net. Sure. Um. Can is Tybert still a thing? Yeah, can go on, Mike. Uh, couch ultras, honestly, they're probably <gasps> the yes! best. They're the best That's thing. That's the reason. If there's mm-hmm. if there's a reason to be supporters of Vancouver Whitecaps, it's the couch ultras. So, um, yeah, they're they're that's. That's that's pretty much the thing I will be looking for. Uh, is their <laughs> the unveiling of their also some of the most prolific tifos yes. out on the market? Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I still think they should have a, a, a home version uh, that they can sell, but we'll get into that. Yeah, even uh, if you don't like Vancouver, they're worth a follow and they're worth uh, they've got see what they do. Every they've day. got it's, lights. It's, it's and excellent. They've got music and they've got confetti and a Roomba and a Roomba. And a Roomba. I mean. Mm. Um. Uh, uh. Yeah. So, but if I had to pick a player, um, I know. Uh, I don't know, maybe Cavallini. Uh, maybe there you go. Malinkovic. Yeah. Um, I didn't think Malinkovic was completely shit the last time I saw him play. So, and that's that's a low bar for the record. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll let I'll let, I'll let somebody have Cavallini. I'll take the I'll take this Malinkovic kid. Okay, predictions. Four nil Toronto defensive shit show for Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll two nil two nil Toronto. Uh, I'm just going to go with one nil Toronto because yeah, Vancouver is shit, but Toronto look at inspiring these days as well, don't they? So, you know, yeah. but maybe Akinola can play and score like five goals again. So who knows? But if there's no Ayo Akinola, one nil. There. Two two. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well then. I know. I don't know. Mostly because I, I I kind of yeah I I also I want I, I kind of want I want everything on the Montreal game. It's just because I want to be I want to be entertained. God damn it. So. Mm. Yeah. That's it. All Excellent. right. Well, that's our show for this week. All right. Um. Join us next week when we find out who made it into the next round of the Island Games, where our top four predictions correct. Um, Decide uh, among us who will reign supreme in the Island Games. Um, And, well, who at least will make it into the final. Mm. See what happens with TFC uh, and whatever else is happening in the world of football. I'm sure MLS will come up with something ridiculous that we can discuss. I've been joined by two of our three usual panelists out there on the tweet machine at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello! Out Too in the Twitterverse at <laughs> Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you all for your continuous uh, Patreon support, everyone. Thank you. Yeah! Yes. 
Thank you. Seriously. We really appreciate it. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. All right, so I'll I'll just gonna go as as you kind of prescribe and just trust that Duncan's gonna interject when Duncan knows to interject. Yes. yes. All right, sweet. Yeah, even after I start interjecting, keep going to finish your bit of a phrase. Oh. I'll be All talking right. over for you half of it, and yeah. Gotcha. Be a big mess. Gotcha. Okay. All right, and uh, I'll be starting in three, two, live from letting somebody else do it. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Okay, we, we that kind of went wrong, didn't it? All right, that um, was a little I sideways. Was like, I, was like, I was like, Duncan? Little sideways. Yeah, did uh, did I go too fast? Did I? Um, no, I just, I I wasn't speaking live from, and, and that completely threw me. But uh, yeah. Uh, I also took a sense. second because I was looking at the screen for my notes, and I realized I actually hand wrote it down in my notebook. All right. <clears throat> yeah, Let's try it. It's all right. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. You know, shake it off. Shake it yeah. off. No, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go in three, two, one.